0: Jesus Amen, amen. God bless you, children of God. We greet each of you once again in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, another beautiful day that our Lord has made. We thank God for the privilege, the honor to be able to once again worship Him in spirit and in truth. Those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic simply entitled Stop. We are seeing some things that God is just Wants us to stop. Understand that the abundant life that Christ has for you and I, children of God, it involves the cessation of some things. Yeah. We know that there are some things we've got to start doing, but it's also some things that we've got to stop doing. And what you and I will find in this walk with God is that a constant struggle, a constant uh, work of stopping certain things and starting other things stopping certain things starting other things stopping bad habits starting good habits stopping bad words starting good words stopping bad stopping and starting stopping and starting you know you think about driving and in essence what you are doing with driving involves you, you 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 is stopping and starting stopping and starting stopping and going and the same thing with our walk with God, to get from where we are to where he wants us. I don't care where you want to go in your vehicle, unless you're going to just jump out of your vehicle at full speed. You're going to have to stop at some point. If you're going to drive from here to Walmart, there's going to be some stopping and there's going to be some going. Because there're going to be some stop signs you're going to run into. There's going to be some red lights you're going to run into. And in order to get to your destination, we're in the natural now. We're just talking in the natural. In order to get to your destination and driving. It's going to involve stopping and starting. Well, so it is when it comes down to our walk with God. In order to get to the, our destination and where God wants you and I, there's going to be some stopping and starting involved. We looked at capital A, sinning. One of the main things we need to stop. John 5 and 14, 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty four. Capital B in our outline, friendship with the world, James 4 and 4, Matthew 11 and 19. C, fellowshipping with darkness, Second Corinthians 6. 14, 1 Corinthians 5 and 2, D, deceiving yourself, John 1 and 8, 1 John 1 and 8, Galatians 6 and 3, and it brought us down to capital E, and we should conclude this morning with building that, stop building that, certain things we just got to stop building, Genesis 11 and 8, Matthew 11 and 26, uh, we're going to look at Matthew today, eleven. All right, Matthew 7 and 26, my mistake since Matthew 7 and 26 from the New International Version. Our scripture reads But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. Once again, Matthew chapter 7, verse 26 from the New International Version. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand, capital E in our outline, stop building that. Stop building that. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you again for another day, another opportunity to worship you, Father. We magnify you, we give you glory. You've allowed us, you've added another day to our lives, and we appreciate you so much. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for peace, Father. We thank you for provisions. We thank you that you are sustaining us, that you are enlightening us. So many great and wonderful things you are doing to us, your little children, by your might, by your power, and by your spirit. Forgive us, Father, of our sins and iniquities that we have grievously committed against you in one way or another. And we ask, Father, that you continue to lead us and guide us in your path of righteousness as we have not obtained all of this yet. We have not yet become perfect. But, Father, we are going to press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of us. Speak to us, Father, through your blessed holy scriptures today that we may understand and know your good, pleasing, and perfect will uh, all the more. These and all other blessings we ask and count done in Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray. Amen and amen. Matthew chapter 7. Uh, the conclusion of Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Thousands of people came out to hear our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and he shared with them about so, so many topics, going back to Matthew chapter 5. Jesus, I mean, this was a serious, serious sermon. Now, the Bible tells us that with God now, the end of a thing is better than its beginning. The Bible just says the end of a thing is better than its beginning. I had to go to the Lord on that. I was like, Lord, what about people that end up in hell? He said, no, their end is not better than their beginning. God said, Robert, that's with me. The end of a thing is better than its beginning. That's why you all often hear me say, with God, the end of a thing is better than the beginning. Scripture said the end of a thing is better than the beginning. But God had to, 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 to clear me up on that. That's, that's for, for those who are with him and those who are close to him. Because if you're not with God, the, your end will not be better than your beginning. Scripture talks in, in, in about Judas and how it prophesied that this man that would betray Christ, how it would have been better for him had he not even been born. He had a terrible end, and, and you know, I don't want to go too much deeper into that. But in Matthew, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount, after all the great instruction about murder, adultery, divorce, oaths, eye for an eye, tooth for two, giving to the needy, prayer, fasting, treasures in heaven, not worrying, asking, seeking, knocking, Wide and narrow-gauge tree and its fruit. Jesus closes the sermon with wise and foolish builders. Because Jesus, said, look, you know, let me boil this thing down for you all. With all of what I have said, there are some of you all out there that's going to take these words and put them into practice. There are some of you all out there that are going to take these words and not put them into practice. Jesus said, now let me, let me, I know that all of y'all is here. All of y'all is listening to me. But Jesus said, look, every one of you under the sound of my voice, and not only was he speaking this then, he's speaking it throughout eternity. Everybody that has ever heard God has either done the right thing with his words or done the wrong thing with his words. I'm about to close this message today. I'm not going to keep right steady preaching today. You say apostle what you driving at. I know as many multitudes of you all out there that's tuning into this broadcast. I know you are. If
1: I was out there, I would too. Be honest with you. I would too. You know?
0: But every one of you out there of my voice, you're either doing one or two things with the words that you are hearing shared with you. Just like, I mean, I'm hearing God, too. The same way you are hearing, hearing me as I hear from God, I'm here. I got to hear God, too. And I'm either doing one or two things with the words that the Lord is speaking. We're either wise builder or we're foolish builder. Now, that's just it. Everybody you have ever met, everybody you will ever meet, I've told you all and shared this with you many times, you can learn one of two things from everybody. One of two things, either what to do or what not to do. God say, either you're going to do what I'm telling you or you're not going to do what I'm telling you. That's how you're going to live your life. And that's how you're going to be judged based on whether or not you did what I told you to do
1: or what I didn't tell you to do. Therefore, Jesus, let me sum it up. Let me
0: let me sum this up now, because I'm I'm about to quit preaching up here.
1: One of the things you're saying, wise
0: and foolish. Now,
1: I'm gonna wrap this up, Jesus. I'm coming off this mountain. I'm just gonna send y'all home.
0: You done heard a lot. I done shared a lot. I done revealed a lot. But this thing boiled down to two types. Therefore. Everyone who hears these words of mine. Now, now you need to understand something here. Now, he didn't say that hearing the word of God and not putting them into practice that you were foolish. He said you are like a foolish man. All right. Now that, that that's that's very important. Just like now, now just like Job. Job had been blessed by God. All oh, he had lived, he had blessed his children were blessed. All kind of good things were coming from all kind of different angles. Then when trouble came in his life, his wife was like, You know, Joe, we still holding on to your integrity. Are you still trying to do right? Look at yourself. Smell yourself. Look at these sores broke out all right over you. Kids dead. The goods, the, the finances all decimated. Are you still holding on to your integrity? Why don't you curse God and die? Joe said you are talking like a foolish woman. He didn't say she was a fool. Jesus didn't say, you know, if you hear the word of God and don't put it into practice, you're a fool. He didn't he don't say Say that, even though we know that's true. But he says you are like a foolish man. That's what you like. A lot of times, if you 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 like a thing, you'll get
1: about the treatment of that thing. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine.
0: And puts them into practice. Now, now, that's what one of the beautiful things I'm beginning to see with some of you all out there on this side of my voice. I thank God for that. Some of you all have graduated from hearing to hearing and doing. And that is what the adversary has been fighting in, in, in some of you all's lives for years. That's why I, God has had to do some chastening and some punishing and some different things. But there are some of you all out there. You know who you. I don't make me call names in here, children of God, because you know the Holy Ghost came. You have graduated from just hearing to where you are now doing, and what God is about to do. You know, I had to call one of the brothers uh, just yesterday. The Lord spoke in my spirit, he said just for telling promotion. I just called him. He was on work. And he didn't. Wait. I knew he was not even supposed to be talking, but he probably saw it with me. He said, "Let me hear." I know a part. I I said, look, I know you're at work, different things. I said, only thing the Lord said, promotion. Just get ready. I can't go into no whole lot of details because if the Lord don't give me details, I got details. But you need to get ready for promotion. When you graduate from one stage in the things of God to the next stage in the things of God, promotion comes
1: with that. Promotion comes with that. Now God got about five good things he
0: wants us to do with his word. He gave it to me years ago in the form of an acronym, HURDS, H-U-R-D-S. Hear it, understand it, remember it, do it, and share it. Well, when you see a person going from, from hearing to doing, just like that, they don't just jump from hearing to doing, even though they may, with the natural eye, it may look like they just went from hearing it to doing it. When you see a person that has heard an instruction, I don't care whether it's your child, and they do just that, there had to be some understanding. There had to be some remembering because if they didn't understand it, then they wouldn't be doing it right. If they didn't remember it, then they wouldn't be able to go and do it at all because they forgot the instruction. So when you see a person, even though it may look like it happens in the twinkling of an eye, somebody you tell somebody somebody hears something and then they do it, then there has been some understanding and there has been some
1: remembering, whether it's the right thing or the what? Wrong thing. So Jesus is say, look, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice,
0: see, you don't understood and you don't remember. It. That's why you are able to put them into practice. You
1: can't put into practice properly something that you don't understand. You can't put into practice something that you have forgotten. Therefore, everyone who hears these words
0: of mine and puts them into practice. Now, now, this sit down. We can maybe get to where the rubber meets the road because in order to be a good Christian, you've got to practice. In order to be a good flute player, you got to practice. In order to be a
1: good basketball player, you've got to practice. See, some of y'all don't like practice. Alan it was famous, got famous uh, had a famous quotation, because
0: some, some, some reporters was asking him about some things that went on in practice, and you see it a lot of time on the NBA station. Alan Iverson was like, practice? Practice? Man, we talking about practice? Yes, we talking about practice. Understand that this life is practice. You don't want to get into practice of praising God every day in this life? What you think you're going to be doing in heaven while everybody else praising God, if, if you even get to go? You don't even want to practice praising God here. What do you want to go to heaven for?
1: You don't want to practice hearing from God here. Then what do what you want to go to heaven for? You don't want to practice doing right here. Then what make you, you think you're going to heaven? You ain't going to bring that foolishness to heaven. It's practice. This life is practice. Going and get used to praising God.
0: That's what heaven is all about. And if you don't you don't if that don't bring you joy, praising God don't bring you joy, something is wrong with you. We practice hearing from God in, in, in this life. If you don't like hearing from God in this life, something is wrong with you. Heaven ain't the place for you, it just ain't the place for you.
1: What do you think? There Ain't gonna be no video games in heaven. Ain't gonna be no TV watching in heaven. Ain't gonna be no uh, basketball game, football game in heaven. You ain't gonna be up there hollering, "You know, oh Jesus, pass me the rock, pass me the rock, let me fire a J from." No, ain't gonna be none of that stuff. Praising God.
0: Worshipping God, fellowshipping, hearing from God, seeing His face forever. So you need to go on and get your practice, get your practice on now. You don't like fellowshipping with God, people? Now where you going? Where you think you going heaven? That ain't the place
1: for you. Cause that's always all is what's going to be there. Let me get ready to close this message building that. You know, sometimes we just be building the wrong the wrong stuff. You know, I remember, you know, the Lord
0: had, had, had woke me up around right here sometime years ago. You know, said build. I was like, Lord, it's build. I took off, got the carpenters and everybody. We start building. No permit, no authorization, no nothing. Just obey. Just start building. Got about halfway through the building. Building inspector came out here took a look at what was going on, slapped a big pink uh, sticker on the thing. Stop building that. I was like, okay, you know, Bible tell me obey them to have that rule over me. Uh, You know, did, but went downtown and they gave me instructions as to how to finish the building and write the date. Building is, is standing, standing strong. You say apostle. I mean, had I not started the process, you know, had I just went down and asked for permission from man, it would have been like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, no, no. You know, in fact, one of the building inspectors told me that. You say apostle, what what you got in there? You know, uh, uh, keep in mind, children of God, that God is the supreme authority. God is the supreme authority authority. When God has given you and I the instruction to do a thing, that's what we
1: do. You know, I don't read anywhere where Noah got no building building permit, build or art. Lord just said Bill. Just said Bill. Let's see. Practice. Practice the Bible says it puts them into practice. It's like a
0: wise man. Practice is what makes wise men wise. It's practice. They practice the right thing. They practice doing what God say. They practice obeying God. They practice. Practice, it, who puts them into practice, is like a wise man. What is the difference between a wise man and a
1: foolish man? What they practice. like a wise man who built his house
0: on the rock why would a man build his house on a rock you know normally you know most times when you build you build on pretty clear days pretty sunny days or, or days where the weather is not too inclement I've worked in construction a lot of times you know you, when, the, when the weather is too rough you don't be out there working You know, normally the weather is you know, But you don't build your house with the mentality that the weather is always going to be nice. A wise man, even though he may build when it is nice, he is preparing for when it storms. Will somebody talk to me in here today? You say, apostle, what you driving at? You don't sow seeds for the harvest that day. You sow seeds for a harvest in your future. Just like a lack of sowing seeds on that day
1: means a lack in harvest somewhere in your future. Also what that got to do? What we sow into the kingdom of God today is affecting
0: our, some future blessings are coming our way because of what we're sowing into the kingdom today. And what we fail to sow into the kingdom today, what we fail to sow in the kingdom in times of plenty, or in time, is affecting our future adversely. Means that there's going to be some lack coming our way. We we, we, we want to lack the kingdom now. There's going to be some lack coming to you in the future. You want to you want to support the kingdom now. There's going to be some support coming to you in the future. Well, God is not mocked whatsoever man so if so shall he be. Wise men say I'm not building for nice weather. If if it was going to be if the weather was going to be fine all the time, we could build on the sand. But wise men say I know that weather changes, and I want to be ready for changes. Wise men, when it comes down to sowing into the kingdom, know that life changes. Wise men know they're gonna come a day. There's going to come a day when I may not be making all this money like I'm making, or I may not have this health like I have, or I may, why am I saying, let me, let me prepare, let me prepare for the future. And sowing, listen to me, children of God, sowing into the kingdom of God is the best safeguard for the future. It's the best uh, preparation for your future. Seeking first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall, that's future tense. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. That's a now thing. And all these things shall be added. That's a future thing. So God is saying, look, by seeking the kingdom first now, you are preparing for and you are making preparations for your future. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be, shall be, shall be future added unto you. Added future unto you. Wise man said, I'm not
1: building for a nice day. I'm building on a nice day, preparing for rough days. He built his house on the rock. The rain came down.
0: Well, it probably won't rain when he built, but he prepared for that. The streams rose. Stream. He probably will out there building in mud and building it. when when he built the house. He probably won't building building in, in with the stream right high and water coming all up in there. Probably not but he prepared for it. The winds blew and beat against the house. Probably won't real, real windy when he built it, but he prepared for it. Yet it did not fall. See, this is children of God. This is, this is why we want to be, you know, tied up and tangled up real, real good in the church. I mean, tied up and tangled up real, real good in the church. Jesus made a proclamation about his church that if you and I are a part of, we too are a part of that. But if we are not a part of, then that don't go for us. Jesus said, upon this rock shall I build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Well, if we are part of the church, the gates of hell will not prevail against
1: us either. But if we outside the church, gates of hell, gates of hell get us. Yet it did not fall. Why? Because of what it was connected
0: to. See, I and mean, if you and I are connected to the right thing, we don't have to fall. We don't have to fall. Now, the Bible says even though a righteous man, even though a righteous man may fall, it didn't say he will. It just say he may. Just like the Bible said, weeping may endure for night. God said, I didn't say that weeping had to endure all night. I just said it may. And either way, whether it does or whether it does not, joy comes in the morning It did not fall Why? Because it had its foundations On a rock It had its foundations on that Which is not falling Rock is not Rock is not overly concerned With rain coming You take a rock right now Big enough rock Put it outside Rain come if it want to Stream can rise if it want to you know, I remember we, uh, you know, Lord is flashing in my spirit. Now we went on a church trip up in the mountains of uh, Tennessee. Went white water rafting, children of God. If you've never done it, I encourage you to do it. It's just, it's, it's fun. Now it's fun. Can get a little, a little spooky out there. But we got to one portion in the river up in the mountains where the guide who was leading us said, you know, this is where we do a lot of swimming and different things. I say so, you know, because there's certain places you can't be out there because rocks and stuff and. You know, the waves and stuff. But we got to a certain place where it was kind of relatively calm. And he was like, this is where we swim. You know, you can you can swim here if you want to. I said, you can swim here? He said, yeah, you can swim here. I jumped. I dove out the raft. Boosh. Saints was looking. Then another saint. I don't want to get no names or nothing in there. I mean, scared to death. But he saw me hit it. And he, uh, he hit it, too. And I was out there swimming. We were out there in the, in the river swimming. Well, out there in this river... In the middle of the mountains, and as I was swimming, because I was coming back to the raft, I bumped into something. And I was like, man, you know, because Jaws still kind of be in my mind. You know, I came up with the Jaws generation. I was like, man, I know ain't no great big shark out here. And what I had bumped into was a huge boulder that was in the river. You said, Pastor Brian, what you talking about? A big enough rock ain't thinking about no rain coming down, ain't thinking about no streams rising, ain't thinking about no winds blowing against it, because a big enough rock say I ain't, them, them kind of things don't affect me like that. All, big enough rock say, look, all that stuff is small potatoes, Bill. to me. I'm going to hold my position. I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to be right here. Well, this is why Jesus likened the church his church to a rock because the devil, listen, make no mistake about it. The devil is not going to break up God's church. Now he may get some jokers that ain't, ain't secure in the church or won't really in the church or characters that was playing around. But Jesus said, my church, All right, The devil gates of hell ain't going gonna, ain't, ain't gonna to prevail against them. In other words, the elect or real children of God, the devil ain't going to get them. Now, sometime you know, I was listening to uh, some, some reports last night how like 2% of people in, over in Europe is going to church, how churches, and, I, you know, I've been over there. I done seen, you know, I done seen. It's a whole different scene most places I've been in Europe in church than most places I've been in Africa. And that's probably one of the reasons why I like going to Africa, probably need to start going to Europe more. Because in Africa, churches, I mean, you know, oftentimes they be jam-packed with people. People be crying out because people are suffering. In Europe, Europe kind of like you know United States in a way. You know, people doing a lot of people doing pretty well. You know, uh, twenty-four hour electricity, water to drink, all kind of thing. And mo- many parts of Africa, people crying out. People is crying out. But they were talking about how about two percent of the population in, in certain places in Europe is going to going to church, and 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 they, I mean just just. Many of the churches are very, very empty. Well, you know, you should be like apostles, see, the devil don't got no, nah, no. Nah. If the if the devil gets you out of the church or out of the things of God, you won't you won't really end no way.
1: You won't really end no way. Your foundation, God says, not, not only must be on a rock, but your foundation must stay on the rock. In other words, we got to stay in the
0: church. Now We can't decide we're going to leave the church and think that we're
1: going to still receive the benefits of being in the church. We got to stay. We got to stay. We got to be faithful unto death. But
0: everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice. See, you need to understand that, that just hearing God and deciding not to do what he say do make you foolish like a foolish man right there. Just, just hearing God and deciding, I ain't going to do that. Just hearing that you're supposed to do and, de- and making the decision that you're not going to do that make you just like a foolish man. But whoever hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Well, why? What is it about a what is it about a foolish man that built his house on the sand? A man, no, any man with any any reasonable sense, know that the weather is not always going to be like it is today. That there are variations in weather. That rains come. That winds come. That strain, you know, it's almost like in in this day and time, not having insurance. That's dangerous. Things happen. Catastrophes happen. Somebody can can, uh, 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 fall down the steps. You got no insurance, guess who's responsible? Ah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Lord done, Lord done. Maybe that's what this message was about right there. I can't share with you all all of what, what the Lord just revealed. But um, what we got to do is, is hear these words of the Lord's that we're hearing right here today and put them into practice. Got to put them into practice. If not, you're foolish. You're like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Rain came down, stream rose. In other words, whether you are prepared for these things or not. One of the things is saying they're coming. Good God in here today.
1: The rain came for the wise man. Rain came for the foolish man. Streams rose for
0: the wise man. Streams rose for the foolish man. Wind blew for the against the wise man's house. Wind blew against the foolish man's house. What
1: was the difference? I've been sharing this with you all for years. The difference was in the preparation. Bridegroom came for the wise virgins. Bridegroom came for the foolish virgins. What was the difference? Preparation. Jesus is coming back
0: and going to deal with the saved. Jesus is going to come back and he's going to deal with the unsaved. What's the difference? Preparation. You under the sound of my voice, the only thing I'm praying for you today is that you will make adequate preparation. Be ready for what's coming. What was the difference between Noah's family and all the other families on the earth? Noah made preparation. Rain came for Noah too. It ain't like God parted the, the waters in Noah's day so Noah could walk through on dry ground. God said, uh-uh, I'll do that in Moses' day with the Red Sea. What you're going to have to build is an ark. You say, Apostle, what you driving in that? Different preparation for different days. Different preparation for different generations. But the main thing in preparation is that at the end of the day you're saved. Noah was saved with the preparation God told him to make. Moses was saved with the preparation that God told him to make. You too will be saved with the preparation that God tells you to make if you do it. God bless you and heaven smile on each of you. Since you can reach us through email at christmasarnchurch at gmail.com Check out our website wwwchurchcom Backslash member backslash t backslash tccc Feel free to join us on TalkShoe's precast YouTube and iTunes at 9 and 6 pm daily On TalkShoe call 724-444-7444 and try at 17959 as a precast, type in Robert Bryan on YouTube and the Christian Seren Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our Talk Shoe homepage.
1: God bless you and heaven smile on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book
0: club!